Hey, we're the monkeys. And I think we're still in a barrel. This is looking like a more of a barrel this time. Hopefully there's no air conditioner going... Or janitor's opening the door. Or Caden Harris getting called down to the office. Yeah, you gotta love it. I'm gonna be concerned if I get called down to the office from here. Yeah, that'd be kind of scary. Yeah. I don't remember installing a PA system yet. Yeah, in my own closet. Yeah. So, last week, we talked about... Wasn't last week. Well, last podcast. Talked about band camp. So uh, we're gonna keep it in the same vein here. We're talking. We're gonna talk about our band trips, specifically the only one that existed, and that's the one to Cleveland. But to start off, if we're really gonna be talking about band trips, we have to talk about the entity known as the Pie Guy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pie Guy. So the Pie Guy, he is a uh, fundraising salesman. We'll go around to different schools. Well, you, sir, I guess he's retired now. He, uh, he'd go around to different schools and run fundraisers. Uh, and he would always want to make you pay your own way by giving him money. Uh, if you give me money, you get to go on the trip. It was a great, great strategy, and I think it worked. So, you know, he'd come in, he'd give a cold spiel for the entire uh, class. Hold up a picture and be like, imagine and this without a yellow. That's what happens if you don't come on this trip. Give me money. Give me money, I dog. Uh, give and me he, money. And then he'd want you to sell cookies for like $40 a cookie. He'd want you to, you'd get $2 from selling a $20 like that's pumpkin like, and roll. That's like crumble cookies. It's like, like bruh, I don't want to do that. Prices. And so, you know, we'd do that. He'd come in a few months before the trip. And then you'd, you'd have a fundraiser. And then, oh... Go on a trip now, even though, you know, no one made money from this. You don't have to make money on a fundraiser. You just got to have money. All right. Do you have any other notes on Pie Guy? Pie Guy? Just remember everyone throwing out the uh, order forms, like, immediately. Just three-pointing them into the trash. Once he walks out of the room, okay, um, these are going in the trash can. Put them in the trash I guess I'm going to transition to our first band trip. It was actually not Cleveland, I lied. We actually took a band trip to Wendy's. I mean, I mean, we also listened to the Harrisburg Symphony, but it, it was Wendy's. We went it to was Wendy's. Wendy's. I remember The Wendy's. main highlight of that trip was Wendy's. It was, it was some really good Wendy's. Like, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger brought to you by one, my cousin Robert. That thing's delicious. That slaps Junior Bacon Cheeseburger for before I get it to this day. You need to grow up a little bit. Yeah, probably, but it's good. But we, we went to see the Harrisburg Symphony. Don't remember it. Yeah, I don't. Is that remember. when they played the song fast uh, and got a world record? Played one of Beethoven's songs I fast forgot. and they did got that. a world record. Yeah, but yeah, I think they did. And then uh, we went to we went to Wendy's and it was banging. It was awesome. It was insane. But I don't, I don't have anything. Uh, oh, I guess. Uh, this is gonna be relevant for the entire time. So, on all these band trips, you get the you get the charter buses, and if you ever gotten if you ever gotten those, you know they're nice. Oh, sorry about that. I got so rudely interrupted. But charter buses, they they're nice. They got a uh, legroom sometimes. 
overhead. No, uh, I've never overhead. had good leg room on a charter the, bus. The one there was literally like I think there must have been a seat missing with how much leg room we got. Like that we you could have like had two wheels sit on the floor in front of me and Bobby's seats the one time. But they're they're pretty nice. You know they have a bathroom in the back. Um, That's borderline unusable. Nothing has ever happened there of note. No, um, nothing's ever happened in one of those bathrooms. Um, the uh, the overhead storage, the nice seats, the the. Uh, the screen, so you can watch Shrek on every band trip. Because we're making the blue band did. again. No, you watch Shrek. That that's what you do. You watch Shrek every time. And I got the real nice seats and seat belts, because if you, if you want to have seat belts on a bus in public transportation, you have to pay billions of dollars just so that when you get in a car crash, you don't fly around in this giant yellow tube. Also, the bus driver was vaping. That was kind of funny. I don't remember that. But yeah, we'd stop at like a... Well, this is going to Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. We'll move to Cleveland. Go shoot outside. I don't, I don't want that term used ever again on this podcast. I'm not about it. So now we're on to the big one. Cleveland, Ohio... The worst city in the United States of America that I never want to go to again because it is disgusting and below me. Baloney? Baloney. 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 Detroit's kind of worse, though. No. I'd rather go to Detroit. You'd rather go to Because they have the Lions, and they're going to win a game. A game. A game. Yeah. Anyway, Cleveland, Ohio. This band trip hyped up for a while. Finally get around to going. And we, I don't know if this was the first day, but it was pretty early on in the trip, which was only, what, three, four days over a weekend? I think so. And we uh, we show up to this, this building that it didn't kind of look like a warehouse. Kind of looked like a warehouse, yeah. A very sketchy, like. And it, it uh, looked like well, once we got inside, it looked like it hadn't been touched since the 80s, which is always a good sign. And no, I think these... it was being renovated. Was it? Yeah, it was well, being it, renovated. Well, it didn't look like it had been touched since the 80s, so it's probably why it was being renovated. They had these two basketball-sized courts, probably a little smaller than that, not not quite as long. And they had this game called Whirly Ball, which... It needs to be a professional sport. It needs to oh, be yeah. Olympic. Because it is lacrosse and bumper cars with a basketball hoop. And that, it, if that doesn't sound like the perfect game for you, I don't know what is. But they had two teams, red and black, black and red, because why would you have different colors when you could have the same color for the teams? And I get out there, I start playing, not doing well, my team's losing, we're down bad. And then someone passes the ball to Mrs. K, who's the band teacher, if you don't know. And uh, I think, this is my moment. This is the time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn the game around right here and win it. I, I fly over to Mrs. K in my bumper car. And I say, pass the ball to me. I'm on your team. But I wasn't on her team. Oh, my goodness. I was on the other team. Oh, no. And she looked at me. 
I don't want to say it like this, but she, well, I, I guess she had the utmost trust in her eyes. She was fully confident that she was doing a good thing. And then she gave the ball to me. And her team starts screaming. Like, no, he's on the other team. No. And I take the ball. I start driving. I didn't score. I threw it up there. I did not wow, score. Wow, you kind of suck. Yeah. I did all of that, and I didn't score. And all it cost me was Mrs. K's trust for, like, the next four years. That was kind of funny. She literally though. didn't trust me after that. And this, this is, like, the first thing she'll bring up to anyone when she talks about me. Is this, this incident at Whirly Ball. And uh, uh, I just realized I got a I got a letter of recommendation from her. I don't know if that was a good idea. Uh, Hobby wrote, uh, no, no, actually no, lied to my face. Uh, blatantly cheated me out of having yeah, a ball in Whirly Ball. Lied to my face. Not trustworthy. Get him out of here. That, that, that's probably not a great idea. I just realized in my script that I spelled teams T E E M S and. I'm a little upset. Are you suffering from brain rot? Only a little. So that all happened at the beginning of the trip there. I think that I think that was the first day. It was the first thing and we then did. We went to the hotel. And then we go to the hotel. And when we walk inside this hotel, I mean it was like a Hilton. That, so it was like a nice hotel. It was a nice it was fancy. It was big because it's in Cleveland. Yeah. So we're getting all our stuff in there. We go up to our room, and then we put all our stuff down, and, you know, we're like, all right, I guess this is where we are for, you know, a little bit. So, we shared our room with Aiden and Dominic in, uh, in the band. I don't know if you know who they are. Aiden's a goblin. Uh, we were talking earlier. We could make a whole episode. About how much of a goblin this kid is. Yeah. And uh, Dominic, he's, he's also, he was also there. He brought all the snacks that that ended up being in this disgusting snack drawer. There, it just ended up being bags of like, of random like pretzels and like, potato fry things, and it all got loose and was like shifting around in there. there It was was not a good sight. No, it was kind of gross. This disgusting. Was there? Was that the same drawer with the Bible in it? Or was that a yeah, different drawer? I think it was the same one. I don't think the they took the Bible out, and it was just this disgusting crumb residue everywhere. It was just a little gross. And I think that's that. He also uh, Dominic also drank the water that you're supposed to pay for, like if you're, and you just refilled it in the sink, <laughs> put it back, and put it back, and I didn't get charged. That's funny. There were two beds. There were four of us. The floor, the floor ended up being used as a bed. I, I think that goes without saying. But oh, I, I completely forgot. I got asked out for the only time in my life on this trip. <laughs> Sitting there on the one bed, Aiden's on the other one. He's talking. He's like, "Dude, there's this girl. I I want to ask out. Should I do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, go for it. Whatever." And then I got this message on Snapchat, which I just made an account. About an hour before, I had made an account in Snapchat in Cleveland, Ohio. What a bad place. I, I got this message. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I got this message. Hey, do you want to go out? I said yes. Of course I did. Why wouldn't I have? So that... Uh, we broke up like a minute later. But uh, 
That, that brings my, my dating record as a straight male as zero women, one man. So I'd say that that's a pretty good job. And the only downside was the kid. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there, that whole, that whole fiasco went on and I didn't want to go to bed. I didn't want to take a shower, but eventually I got, I got too tired. I was like, whatever, I just have to go do this, go to bed. It was probably midnight, one in the morning, somewhere around there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was late. I'd get all my stuff, get my clothes, go into the bathroom. I'd turn on the shower. Ice crystals start flying at me, pelting me. And I thought, oh, I, I must have, like, turned the, the handle the wrong way. My shower's kind of weird at home. I think, the, like, the water's reversed which way it was supposed to go. So, oh, I'll just turn it the other way. So I did. It didn't get any better. So I, I, I went back in there and just froze. I became an ice block. I got ice in my arteries, had a heart attack, and died. That's how bad it was. It was it was not grand. This icy shower. I don't know if they just turned the hot water off or if it's I was probably because they, they don't anticipate me. people taking a shower at two in the morning. Well, they shouldn't anticipate that. That, a... that reminds me. They paid someone to sit outside of all of the, the doors to our hotel and make sure we didn't leave. Which really makes me think, because Mrs. K refuses to go to Disney. Because of something that happened there when that happened there when she took the van there in the early 2000s. So I'm wondering if uh, something happened. Oh, yeah. That, I've never thought of that before. Yeah, that, that really makes me wonder that people uh, snuck out, did a little something. And Mrs. K will never forget it. I think the next part of the story I was going to tell happened uh, before you uh, took the ice bath. And that was, we decide that we're going to go down to the pool inside of the hotel. That was a different day, but yeah. I think we decided to do it the first day, too. Maybe. And, you know, it's it's a hotel pool. I mean, it's not going to be overly grand. But we get down there, and the bottom of this pool is literally like, sandpaper like with gravel glued to it like it's literally so rough i saw the scars on my hands where it got torn off on the bottom of the pool at cleveland i think you just had a skill issue i know because i was i was the pool i was too tall for this pool evidently because i kept diving down you're a lanky goblin uh diving down to the bottom and scraping my hand on the the bottom of the pool why didn't you just pick up your hand because i w- it was on the process of going down <laughs> go up and then down no and so you know we decided to to get back uh we get back to our room after going uh into the pool and we have to be down in a room to like have ice cream or something uh at like eight that night and you know we go down there we have the ice cream and they tell us to go go to our rooms, go to bed. And so we decide to, you know, we're going to use the elevator to get back to our room, obviously. So we walk over to where all the elevators are. And we see this one that has a paper on it that says, Staff Elevator. Guest use prohibited. Well, obviously, and so if, we you look knew, at if you it, knew English, prohibited means encouraged. So, so we look at it and say, that's the one. We're taking that we're elevator. Taking that one. Yep, we're taking that elevator. Yeah. And so we get on it. 
we go all the way up and it once you know it opens right outside our room that is so convenient that's crazy and so that's the only elevator we used the entire time and the one time we got in there there was some cleaning lady who just looked so tired and thoroughly underpaid to care that we were using this elevator kind of funny what was with the that group of like robed women old women that were walking around the entire time yeah i don't know i don't know it's probably probably a bunch of catholics or something catholics so one of the main parts of going to this on this cleveland trip was that we were going to go to the great lakes science center which is basically just like a science museum where there was, like, interactive exhibits. And so we, we get there next day, I do believe. And, you know, we're having a good time going around the entire place, looking at all the exhibits, like, interacting with it and stuff. The cars. The cars. Make your own car there. That was cool. And so we're walking around this area, and there's escalators going throughout the entire different uh, floors of the facility there. And the three particularly distinguished gentleman I have accompanied me that day, Isaac Snyder, Aiden McCollin, and, of course, my fellow monkey, Matthew Reed. Yes, sir. They decide that they're going to go down the elevator, not the elevator, the escalator, rather, that has a sign that says, Academic Area, like I... some odd school, is in session. Do not come down this escalator. In my defense... I was a member of a school at that time, and also an academic. And so that all these particularly fine gentlemen decide to walk down the non-working escalator. It's just stairs at that point. It was basically just stairs. And of course, they're looking around down there. It's literally like an, a school office down there. There's printers all over the, all over the place. Like, where's desks. the exhibit, my guy? And they're, they're down there. What's down here? Uh, why why would they put this down here? Until some woman comes out of an office and tells them, you guys are illiterate. Go back upstairs. Like, get out of here. And so they come up here. And I'm like, just looking at them. Like, why? Can you guys not read the sign? It says, don't go down there. That's the epitome of the meme. Like, if they could read the sign, they'd be offended. You guys, you're just illiterate. So, of course, I stand there victorious, making fun of them to this day. I don't think you've made fun of us once for that. No, I definitely have. No, there's no, no way. I definitely there's have. There's no way. Uh, I remember it. Uh, you're wrong. L plus ratio plus. <laughs> Not L plus ratio. <laughs> don't L plus ratio me. Um... I remember driving by the Browns Stadium right after they went 0-16. And uh, our, our tour guide named Rick, the greatest tour guide to ever live, He's a baller. He comes, he says, and if you look that way, you'll see the, uh, the stadium here in Cleveland. Uh, a great football team plays there every week, normally not the Browns. Um, so that was pretty funny, I think. And this is the same uh, Rick guy that told us to we were going to go see the cleveland sign you know like the cleveland and so it's like not good outside it's like 50 degrees and windy 50 degrees in the most wind you've ever felt in your life and so we get off the bus and we're walking like we're almost there the sign it says oh wait 
We're not supposed to be over there yet. We're supposed to be back on the bus. And so we have to walk all the way back down like this pier. All the way down this other pier. To get back on the bus. To wait like 10 minutes. To get off the bus again. To walk over and take a picture at this Cleveland sign. It's just a sign in the harbor that shows like the entire city in the backdrop. It's a really good picture. Too bad Cleveland sucks. The Cleveland Browns suck. They're a trash franchise that I hate with all of my might. And mm, they don't deserve to exist. Their trophy case is one wild card game. And I'm mad. Alright, you can cry about it. I think I will. So, getting on to the main reason that we went to the uh, Cleveland, Ohio area. That was to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was, incidentally, uh, I do believe right next to the Great Lakes Science Center. I don't remember anything happening there. No, like, we played pin pinball a lot. Pinball? They had that little pinball room. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. I saw Michael Jackson's glove. There's nothing really to note there. But on the way, on the way to Cleveland, I sat with Jackson Swinehart. And he made me watch The Office, which, to be fair, I only saw about three episodes of The Office. But that show's overrated. That's it's so overrated. It's not, it's not bad, but it's not very good. I saw those episodes, and I don't think I've ever had the the urge to go back and watch it again. Didn't really love it. Um, do you have any more final notes on? Our band trip? Oh, yes, I actually do. So, that they had a restaurant inside of the, the hotel there. And so we're eating breakfast down there the one day. And these two very smart individuals decide that they're going to come down there in, like, pajama shorts, a t-shirt, and no footwear or socks even. And so... It, they're How like do you walk around without socks? Like, they're just walking around this hotel in bare feet. Um, of course, the waitress there is like, hey, you guys need to go put shoes on. Like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't your house. You may not have the dogs out on these premises. You cannot have the dogs out. You gotta have them on a leash. <laughs> no, you gotta put them in a burlap sack. <laughs> Baseball bat. I think that's about it for Cleveland. Oh, I, we completely oh. forgot to talk about the, uh, we were supposed to go to this campus there in Cleveland of a college, and we were supposed to get, like, a tour of it, uh, get told. We didn't. We just didn't do no, it. No, it was, like, raining or something. I don't even remember why we didn't do it. I'm pretty sure it was just because people were complaining that they were tired. And so, we just didn't go on a tour of this, this college. Which is one of the main things we were doing there, so and, we just didn't do it. we... Ended up only playing like two songs with this college professor that we'd already played in a concert earlier that year. So what even was the point? So, I think that about wraps up our adventure in Cleveland. Some moments better than others. But I do have an update on, I guess a bit of our uh, story from our first podcast. Where, if you recall, we found a wall in our band room. That you keep that, uh, Jack somehow managed to throw my phone behind on accident. So, this happened today. 
we're a bunch of smart guys. Uh, we're in the band in, in the band room, seventh period. We're, we don't want to deal with the people that are in the actual band room, so we go into the band locker room, where there's just a bunch of instruments. And then we go to the biggest lockers that fit like massive instruments, like tubas and whatnot in them. And we decide, you know what, we're going to lay down in here. Because, Great idea. Yeah, where, Nothing what else could go do? wrong. These, these shelves are, what, about eight feet tall, nine feet tall. Metal bolted to the wall with a wooden frame. And Jackson, he gets into the one, and he's like, oh, there's a crack here against the wall. The, the shelf's leaning forward. It's pulling off against the wall. And there's about, like, what, I'd say an inch and a half, two-inch, like, little crevice at the back, the very back of this locker. So um, I went, I, at this point, I went and left the bathroom. I don't know what happened. I was, I was actually in the locker next to him. And there's a wall separating these two lockers. But you can kind of reach around the back of it. And so he's like, hey, look at this. Jack, look at this. He puts his phone behind the crack to show me a TikTok. And I'm like crawling out of it, like trying to scoot out of it. And he drops his phone into that little crevice behind the entire huge section of this There's, there's this locker. Yeah. There's like, his, his phone is stuck back there. There's no way to get it out. There's no, there's no way to move the shelf, to to remove even like the, the bottom of the, uh, uh, locker, that he dropped it on, and all you can hear is just the same TikTok playing over and over on his phone. We're like, oh, this is gone forever. There's no way. But he went and got Mrs. K's trusty toolbox, gets a screwdriver out, starts screaming, oh no 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 no. I think, I mean, you might have been pushing it deeper the wrong way or something. But eventually got, looked like a big pair of scissors to me. Maybe it was some sort of pliers or tweezers or something. But he did actually manage to get his phone out just in time. What a doofus. But, you know, we did find another spot in the band room to hide illegal substances. For legal reasons, that was a joke. Do not call the police.